Welcome to Make the Shift Podcast. I'm Destiny Berman, a modern marketer and a course launch strategist. After 15 years of leading large-scale marketing campaigns in Silicon Valley, I left my corporate life when I realized I had a deeper calling. Now, I help teachers and entrepreneurs just like you make that life-changing shift from offline to online in order to create the business and life they've always wanted. This podcast will give you the roadmap and the inspiration you want and need to scale your life's work by launching digital courses and online schools. The world needs what you have to offer. It's time to make your specialty your destiny. Are you ready to make the shift? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to Make the Shift. Today I'm diving into my approach of growing your email list using what I call is a winning combination of passive and active lead builders. Now this approach came from seeing that business owners have a lot on their plate. And at the same time, we want to leverage automation technology and the ads ecosystem to be growing our audience. And I've talked about why it's so important to always, always be growing our email list 24-7. But the next step beyond growing is how do we engage and deepen that relationship with someone who just found you on the World Wide Web, on the internet? Well, that's why I developed this approach of passive and active lead building. Because data shows that time and time again, when someone is checking you out, when someone is getting to know you, your brand, your teachings, they need to engage with you across multiple formats. Multiple formats, meaning an easy to digest format like a PDF, or more engaged with you, a bigger commitment like a workshop or a virtual event. So I'm going to walk you through my approach to passively and actively building your list that simultaneously builds and nurtures, deepens that relationship at the same time. You also hear me coach a business owner who is earlier in her digital business, and she's working through the specifics of her audience and brainstorming ideas for a powerful lead builder. All right, let's go into some lead magnet teachings and growing your list. Now, if you are launching your business from the ground up, you will have to use Facebook ads, Instagram ads. We've got some folks who just jump into YouTube ads, even as it's getting more popular, but you will need advertising campaigns to feed people in. And the way I am recommending and the way I teach is this method that I have developed, which is combining a passive lead builder with an active lead builder, which are content webinars. The key between the passive lead magnet is number one, it's a PDF format. Questions are, well, what about downloadable meditations, audios, video trainings? The whole point of a passive lead magnet is to be growing this 24-7 using advertising campaigns. And you want to reach the highest number of people for the lowest cost. And we've done a lot of testing around this and PDFs are the most digestible versions that people will raise their hand. And they will say, okay, I'm interested in this topic. Let me give you my name and my email address. The way you qualify people is by the content. So if someone sees this, they're on their Facebook feed, they see this ad around a yoga therapy toolkit. If they raise their hand and they said, I'm interested, and they raise their hand by giving you the name of their email address, this tells you one of two things. 
They're interested in the subject matter and they're potentially in the future, a customer, a client, a student. So it is the content that is qualifying people. And that's why we encourage our students to get as specific as possible. So anyone, they're scrolling on Facebook and they see, oh, perfect ad toolkit. If they're saying I'm interested in the perfect ad toolkit, that tells you that they are interested in running ads or at least have thought about running ads, right? They've either ran ads, thought about running ads, or want to get into running ads. Otherwise, why would you even give, why would I care about getting an ad toolkit? I mean, we've got enough content coming our way. We're not going to be opting in for things that are completely outside of our interest. And so you want to look at your program. What are some toolkit ideas, how-to guides, plans that is pulled together in a digestible PDF format? That makes sense. That will attract the kind of people you want to attract. And that's why we always start on what is your offer? Because if you don't have some clarity around which offer you're going to convert or which offer you're going to develop, how can we develop a content or freebie that is in align with what we are going to be moving people through? So this freebie has to be aligned with the course. And I can't emphasize this enough because we see a lot of random freebies getting developed out there but ultimately we want to guide them towards a path and progression. So the way this works is if you have existing people on your list and if you do decide to create this lead magnet is that you're going to be driving ads to it or you can share with existing people that you know, but you're essentially qualifying them and setting them up and priming them for your offer because the freebie and the program is aligned. Then this is just running 24 seven with ads. You know, you're spending 10, 20 bucks a day. You're building your list on autopilot. This is just running. The reason why I combine it with an active lead magnet is that unless you have a podcast or unless you have a YouTube channel with lots of videos on there, we need to have another format to engage with people because there's so much coming at us. If someone opts in for a passive PDF, even with the proper follow-up sequence, which is something that we guide our folks through, they may or may not remember you. Some people will engage with the content, some people won't. So what you don't want to be doing is to show up in their inbox again. They're like, who is this person? Because they don't remember that they opted into your freebie. So they come onto your list. We have a follow-up sequence to do our best to stay top of mind. And then leading up to your launch, we recommend monthly workshops, which are really content webinars. You're not selling anything on these webinars, just like if we think about the folks we listen to on their podcast, or if you're watching them on YouTube, we're just priming them. We're developing the relationship. We're showing them that we know what we're talking about. And these monthly workshops are 30 to 40 minutes long in length. And you're teaching on a topic that is specific to your upcoming program. And you're highlighting a struggle. You're highlighting a missing a gap that your people want to deal with. And you are presenting a micro solution and you're showing them the possibility in the past. So you're delivering value. I'm not suggesting we're teasing. I, the um, webinars where you just show up and it's just telling and teasing drives me absolutely insane. So you're offering value. The call to action at the end of the webinar is to get on your program wait list or if you have a Facebook group, you join your Facebook group. So there's always a call to action. You're just not selling because you're warming them up. Now data shows that if you have multiple ways for people to engage with you across multiple formats, so PDF, video, webinars, right now we're talking about PDF and webinars, this is a really, really nice way to do it 
Because some people would have engaged with the PDF. They come onto your workshop, great. Some people forgot about the PDF. Your workshop catches their attention, great. You're hosting monthly workshops leading up to your launch. They have a couple of times to engage with you. And time and time again, folks who jump into more premium price programs, when we look at the data, we know that they have engaged with multiple pieces of content, the lead magnet, multiple content webinars. And we're one of the few marketers that I know in the space will be holding webinars that are not selling. They're intentionally designed workshops that will have you be thinking about the upcoming program. I want to look at metrics because anytime we look at launching and growing lists and sales, you know, we, there's a lot of emotional aspects that comes through. Oh, wow. Why am I not getting as big of a response? Or many times the fear of success is what's holding us back. Like, oh my God, what if I have too many people? I had this one client for about two years where every launch was like, what if we have more than our goals? I'm like, it's not a great problem to have. So we always want to come back to the metrics. Number one, are we always growing our email list once we start to run ads? So again, for those of you who are converting an offer, you have customers and clients you're launching to, you're not running ads yet, or you don't have to run ads. But once you do, you want to be looking at how much am I growing my list every day, every week? And we recommend looking at the metrics every single week. And then you want to be looking at, okay, how many people are opening my weekly nurture emails? How many people are attending my content webinars live? How many registered? How many showed up live? How many watched the replay? All of this can be tracked, and we recommend looking at all of this. When you get to launch, how many unique people landed on our sales page, and what percentage of the people did we convert, right? So for warm audiences, you know, we've seen very, very, there's a wide range for conversions. We've had folks who came in with the 3,000 lists, and they ended up converting you know, above 5%. We've had folks who started with 50 people lists and they ended up converting 25 people just because the people really knew them and it was a great fit. So there's a pretty big range with a warm audience. For marketing math and cold audiences, the marketing metric is 1%. So if you go out, you buy 500 of the right emails, you nurture them. The goal is to get five people in. Sometimes... It's fewer, sometimes it's more depending on what you're doing, but that is the marketing math. And that's the first benchmark that you start if you're building a list from scratch. And so you want to be tracking your benchmarks every single launch so that you know how you can grow because the numbers can be confronting. But if you don't know how many people are on your list when you launch and then you're going to see how many conversions and then you'll know, okay, so for the next launch I had, so this launch I had a 2% conversion out of my full list. So now I want to set a goal of how can I improve that conversion? Or if I simply just grow the number of people on my list, can I keep that conversion? Then I'll grow more people. So I wanted to bring this up because we're talking about revenue. We're talking money. (laughs) We're talking goals. And I invite everyone to have benchmark metrics so that we know where you're starting and we know where you can go. You can't track what you're going to grow unless, you know, we know where we're starting at. So I see some raised hands, and we're going to go into that. All right, Catherine. Hi. I wondered if you could talk a little bit more to how these marketing steps would work for someone very early stage who wants to find more one-on-one clients. So you're building your list from scratch, and you're going to start with one having some clarity on your offerings, right? And so when we look work through the course outcome statement, you can look at that and say, okay, if I were to help my one-on-one clients, what would be the outcome statement? So they really apply. 
And so you want to have some sense of what your service offering is. So same step in terms of clarifying. What is my service offering? And then you're going to build your lead magnet because now we've got to get you out there. (laughs) And so your lead magnet has to be aligned with your service offering because we want to attract the right, the right fit folks. And then you're going to kick off ads and then we're going to run campaigns to your list, just like the way we're launching a course. And then your sales action is to sign up as a one-on-one client. So it follows the same arc. Just the only switch is that you're selling one-on-one versus selling a program. Okay. So let's talk about your service offering and what your one-on-one work is. Yeah, well, I have a lot of different bits to it so far. I'm in very early stages, done a lot of case studies and volunteers and friends and that kind of thing. And I have a couple of paying clients and there's some kind of prototypes in there, which are wonderful. For example, I'm a yoga teacher and, and I'm working with a guy who's very stiff and he can't go to yoga classes because this is just too much in one go. And I love the idea of getting yoga out in an accessible way to people who don't go to yoga classes or, or it's just too much for them. A wonderful prototype. And, and, I, and I can see the course in my head, but I need to find more people who fall into that category for various reasons to try it out on the one-to-one so that I can get to the paid work, be ready to do the paid workshop and also to start getting people on my list. But the one-on-one clients you have now, they're in this category, yes? I have different ca- clients for different things because I'm also, I'm completely retraining. So there's coaching, oh, there's therapeutic modality, and there's also a wide range of yoga in that I do, you know, classic yoga, physical yoga and, and meditation and things like that. But the people I've been helping are very, very beginner level. And, and that's, that's an area of interest for me. Got it. Okay, great. So what would be a toolkit, like a PDF, a guide that would be attracting this group for your one-on-one clients that to your point, well, then of course, we're going to lead them to the workshop and to the course offering. But what is like a PDF freebie that comes to mind that would be appropriate? Yeah, so I'd need to give it some more thought, but that's something around, you know, the reasons why people don't want to go to yoga or they, they think it's not for them or they can't do it, something like that kind of okay. outlining the different stereotypes or archetypes of those kind of people and then then some quick tips or solutions or starting points and join my list and I can give you more on that. Great. Okay, perfect. Great. And then the other thing I'll say about yoga is that because that's such a broad market, you do want to get more specialized. So you may be talking to beginners, but is there an area of beginners or a specific you know, for example, I was thinking of a student who came through our programs a couple of years ago and she specialized in like yoga for diabetes. Mm-hmm. So she, she, she was very clear in her specialization and that helped the messaging. Mm. And when you say for beginners, I'm just wondering, is there an area of specialization that we can help you hone in on that can even get more narrow, but still have a market there? Sure. I mean, stiffness, I think is a big one. Like that is a, a big little- one. And do yoga because they're stiff and I see no offer for that. And even, you know, humiliation or discouragement around that, which is why they don't go to yoga. So, yeah. so that's something I feel very passionate about. And I'd like to do straight away. And I could do it straight away because my, you know, I have a couple of clients who, who, you know, I have one client who really fits in there and it's crazy. You know, he's doing so well. That is so clear. And by the way, we actually have helped a handful of folks launch variations of this between chronic pain and stiffness, but they found their uniqueness. So I think this is amazing. There is much of a need. It's specific. It's clear. Yeah, I love it. So action item is to articulate this niche 
and the outcome, and then your uh, passive lead magnet ideas. And then once you start to you're going to be running ads, kicking that off, then you're going to start forming your clientele. But do you see how the passive lead magnet wouldn't be clear if you didn't have this clarity on the specialization of yoga for beginners? Otherwise, it's just too broad. We're not going to pull in the right people. Yes, I completely understand that part. That's really good to know. And and the part I was struggling with is, so I would just, the call to action would be to get them to sign up for one session or do you do, you do packs or, you know. So you want to experiment because it's it's interesting. I see about a 50-50 split here uh, where when we have folks who kick off like launching to one-on-one clients, some have great success in selling just one-on-one sessions and then they'll upsell them into packages. And okay. then some off the bat will just sell three to five session packages, have great success with that. And not that long later, I mean, I'm talking like two months, they can launch a paid workshop and then that gets funneled into a program. So it doesn't have to be long. So that's the thing I... I'm going to keep reiterating this for the next couple of days. It doesn't have to be long. You know, using ads, nurturing people. Yes, it takes time for people to get to know you. So by no means am I saying that you can go out, buy a thousand emails and then boom. But you can still be generating some revenue and some income and that doesn't have to be long. That's brilliant. Thank you. That's That, that really makes it a lot clearer. Great. Great. You're so welcome. I can't wait to hear what you come up with. <laughs> Do you know what your next lead builder will be? Tell us all about it in our free Facebook community, Shift with Success. Until then, have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for joining me today. All the resources and action items mentioned in this episode can be found at destinyberman.com backslash podcast. To continue the conversation, join me in my Facebook group, The Skinny Launch Lab, And if you're loving this episode, do me a favor and share it with a friend. Until next week, your destiny awaits. Bye for now.